looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host, and it is great to be with you after a little bit of uh, up and down time of travel for work. And uh, maybe if you saw the YouTube channel, you saw me talk a little bit about the trip to the Indiana Pacers game. That was so much fun. I don't even know how to describe it. My friend Mark had a good connection. And so Wednesday night, we drove three hours to Indianapolis to see the Pacers play the Chicago Bulls. Two of the very best teams in the NBA. Okay, maybe two of the very youngest teams in the NBA. We saw a lot of guys that I had heard of and some that I hadn't. Some players that we talk about as prospects like Jalen Smith, Isaiah Jackson, and others that are breaking out like Tyrese Halliburton. And uh, man, I hope Patrick Williams improves at some point, but he's just not doing it yet. Zach Levine, on the other hand, that dude was so fun to watch. Uh, and devastating if you are the home crowd rooting for the Pacers because Zach Levine was all over it. Kobe White made about six threes. It was his annual I make my threes game. And uh, and yeah, I don't have any more Kobe White cards after 2019. Busted out. He was one of the net marvels. Can you believe it? Jared Culver and Kobe White, the net marvels inserts from Donruss. So welcome to the show, you guys. I am grateful for listeners all around the world, there's not too many sports card podcasts out there that say, hey, we're just going to focus on one sport, let alone basketball. Let's talk about the NBA. Let's talk about the All-Star Weekend and Mac McClung and Damian Lillard. And maybe you don't want to talk about All-Star Weekend because the game. Yeah, I know. Stephen A said it was a joke again. Like, it's still fun to see some of the best players on the court at the same time. And if you're a fan of the NBA, then you're going to, you're, there's, you're going to find positives in all of it, but you might also wish that it was more competitive or that Donovan Mitchell's 30 points did mean something. And Jason Tatum getting 50 plus, you know, meant something to somebody, but I digress. I'd love to know where you're at as a card collector and investor right now. Our last episode, we talked about ways to make money in this hobby and they're still out there. In fact, we're seeing some spikes in cards in their values. And it's like, this could be a hobby that doesn't cost you any money. Even better, it could make you some money as you participate. And you that bought Mac McClung cards and sold them last Saturday, you probably made some money. Just like the people two weeks ago made money on Cam Thomas and the people a month from now will make money on Jalen Brunson. There are opportunities as players make headlines. Maybe that's the 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 changer, the the ticker for when it's time to sell would be when a player makes headlines. LeBron breaks the record. Kyrie gets dealt to Dallas. Although I just am not buying Kyrie cards. I don't enjoy him as a player, but his prices are pretty, pretty low. So the headlines, the idea of buying low and selling high. I don't know about you, but that's how I like to do it. 
Uh, even if it's just collecting cards, I don't want to pay top dollar unless it's, yeah, I don't know if you've had that card where you're like, you just can't stop thinking about it. Um, I, I used to be that way. Sometimes I am that way with a player or a card that I saw at a show that I'm like, I just have to get that card eventually, or I have to get a card like that. Maybe you're in this stage where you've been buying cards on a budget and you've got your eye on a card that would represent a level up, right? A more expensive card. If you've been digging in the dollar bins and then you see what's in the glass case and the heavens part and you hear angels singing or demons, I don't know what you hear when you, I don't know what you hear when you look in your glass cases and see your Otanis and Burrows and well, the real cases have Jordans, LeBrons, Kobe's and Curry's. If you see the Curry's in there, I, I, for me, you know, I have just started a new spreadsheet, fellas, where I and ladies, where I make a list of cards that I want in my PC, my personal collection. That's one whole worksheet. That's one whole 20 cards or so. Do I have more than 20 in the PC? Absolutely. But just 20 or maybe my top 20, my favorite 20, right? And then I have another worksheet that's like short term cards that I bought. And I want to sell as soon as there's a significant spike in value. So that for me, that's some of these young prospects. Sometimes it's guys that are going to make the playoffs and they're going to have a big run. Other times it's players I bought in the off season and sell in the heat of the season. In fact, I was able to sell a bunch of LeBron James cards recently. Uh, Cameron Thomas, some Halliburton's, uh, Luka Doncic. Players that I was buying in November and December saying, you know what, I bet these will sell or I grade these and I bet they'll sell for more in January and February. And they did. And they did. But like a chump, I reinvested the money in more cards. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like I invested the money in more cards. And so that's where I had to say, look, how many cards do I really want or need? Some of that's just to simplify my life and focus this hobby, focus these investments for me. Some of it's to, to level up. Like if I have a box full of 100 cards that could be between two and 10 bucks, and I'm thinking, you know what? That's, that's between 200 dollars and $1,000. I'm trying to do the math here on the fly, live in concert. Hoops and Cards podcast coming to you on Spotify. That's right. Thanks for this, the gentle reminder. Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google, Audible, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. In fact, I would love it. I, I'm known to give out free cards, so let me know on Instagram. I'd love it if you would refer our show to your basketball friends, your NBA fan friends, because there are podcasts out there that will talk basketball, but maybe it's only like once a week or the hot card of the week, or their auction that ended and it was super expensive, or how much they hate LeBron this week. By the way, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze, like, you have LeBron's name in your title. Why do you got to rip on LeBron every other episode and talk about how overrated he is? I don't, I don't understand that stuff. But we can still be friends, and uh, that's what I love about the hobby. You can have your differences of opinions. I have players that I would love to collect just to say I've got a Jordan from the 1980s, like an 88 Fleer or an 87 Fleer Jordan that's graded seven, eight or nine. Not a lot of money right now to get into some of those or Kobe Bryant rookies. There's some deals to be had as the basketball card market is going to go up. Guys, March is basketball month, period. March Madness, right? 
March with playoffs, March with we just seeing how these trades work out. And hopefully some of these injured guys, by the way, NBA uh, players, not, not a good look. Your all-star weekend and you don't have like 10 of the best players because they're all injured. Kevin Durant, Giannis plays one play in the all-star game. Steph Curry's hurt. Zion's hurt. Uh, LeBron played like a half of the game. How many guys are going to be hurt in primetime moments over these next three months because of load management or DNP illness? Ooh, mysterious illness. <laughs> oh, don't test them unless you did. It's just guys are, this is, this is the season. This is the, the time of the year where some playoff teams are increasing in the standings. It'll be interesting to see what teams like New York and Cleveland and now Dallas, what they do with some new toys in the shop, some new opportunities for them. I am curious to see how a team like Portland gels together or even Toronto. They just added, what's his name? I said name, Ivica Zubats. No, they added, they added the other guy. Oh man, from the Spurs. Oh, Jakob Pertl. Dude, this is a basketball card podcast. If I don't know who Jakob Pertl is, I should just be like, get off my, get off my playlist. No, Pirtle is in Toronto and they added, we'll just see if their, if their chemistry will work together. Maybe they could be a playoff team. They have the talent to do it, but they just aren't, I mean, kind of like the Lakers, are these pieces parts going to fit together? Did you go all in and start buying Lee, you know, D'Angelo Russell's, I was going to say Lakers and D'Angelo at the same time. And I almost said, did you buy Leangelo? <laughs> Did you buy Malik Beasley? Did you buy Jared Vanderbilt? I I mean, I found the ones I had, and I'm like, I might list these because one big game for the Lakers, Jared Vanderbilt having like a, a 15.18 rebound night could be a thing, and that would be a time to sell. Malik Beasley could have a night where he hits seven threes. Sold. Like, deal. Um, but I'm still in on LeBron being a good value Today's episode, I want to give you five buys, five opportunities I am seeing in the basketball card market. Some that I'm taking advantage of myself, some that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to sell other cards so I could possibly get into those cards or get into that player's card. Uh, I am learning and talking to you beginners now that if someone tells you it's a good idea to get your cards graded, I would say, I agree with that, but there's a way to do it that's helpful, and there's a way that can be uh, uh, it can suck. I'm just gonna it it can really suck. If you don't see the flaws in your card before you send it in, if you send it into the wrong grading company that nobody searches for on eBay, you want to go where the sellers are. If you're thinking of card values, right? If you don't prepare or wipe or clean or properly package that card when you send it in, if you grade during the wrong season or overpay for that grading, there's a lot of ways to mess up the process. So I am glad I've had some good experiences with my PSA grades. I'm glad I've been able to sell some for profits, um, some that I've added to my PC. Like it or not, that personal collection is growing with cards that just didn't grade so well, but I love having that card, you know, so I'll keep it. I will keep it. Friends, I'm going to get into five buys. I also want to shout out the perfect cereal. I'm not talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm talking about the perfect cereal, S-E-R-I-A-L. 
This is a, a buddy of mine that I met on Instagram. He messaged me just like a lot of you at Hoops and Cards. And we talk about basketball cards, but some of you, you show me what you do or the cards that you have. He custom designs and paints cards, like limited edition or single edition, one of one cards. And he contacted me and said, hey, um, love the show. I was thinking about doing a specific perfect serial card for hoops and cards, like for the podcast. And I was like, am I dreaming? That sounds incredible. I looked at his uh, Instagram. You can go on there at the perfect serial and see all the cards he's decorated, painted, designed, sold. And I love it. Absolutely love it. I thought those, you're doing an awesome job, man. Um, I'm going to have him as a guest on one of these upcoming shows here at Hoops and Cards. So you'll get to see more of his work, but the perfect serial. I have got in the mail, a Darius Garland card that I can't wait to show you. I'll do it at the beginning of the next section of the show. And I guess this would be the reason to, if you're just listening right now on Spotify, you just downloaded me into your overcast. If this is just what you do on Anchor when you're bored, you're like, I wonder what Gary said about Tyrese Maxey this month or why he thinks Pascal Siakam's better than he really, like, you need to get to the YouTube channel and see some stuff. So I'm going to put that Darius Garland card up there in section number two or part two of this episode right after the break. And then we'll get to five buys, opportunities in the market for right now as we end out February. I almost said February. It's February. You listeners all over the world, basketball card junkies, what players are you most excited about right now? We're going to talk about five buys after this break. people this is the card i'm gonna put a um i'm gonna put it on the instagram as well but isn't that sweet a darius garland photogenic with the hoops and cards logo and the Cavs logo on it it's not showing up well on my camera but then here one of one oh man it did this camera does not like oh there it is one of one right there from the perfect serial thank you so much i will post much better looking pictures of this gorgeous card so glad we have it and uh just it's just awesome because i don't have a lot of hoops and card swag yet that is coming i've done i've designed a couple of one of ones like just for well just for like myself to wear on the show sometimes or to wear at card shows but uh yeah yeah some of you hoops and cardsters in fact a lot of us interact on the discord i'd love for you to jump in on that if you're interested one of the reasons I wait to see who's really wanting to do it is because we kind of want to protect it for people that are serious about cards and not always trying to just sell you stuff or get in and spam spam it with all their thoughts. Um, so if you, but anyway, if you would like to interact in our hoops and cards community, if you are, especially if you are new to the hobby or new to basketball card collecting and investing, uh, it's free to just join the Discord channel. Just message me at hoops and cards on Instagram at hoops and cards. Or if you're in the email generation, which I suppose is still all of us, because email is still a thing, a big thing. Um, it's like my hair disappears on the YouTube channel. It's like I'm, oh, 
Anyhow, um, yeah, just go ahead and Gary at hoopsandcards.com. Email me, Gary at hoopsandcards.com. And let me get with you now to the five buys list. Five buys list. And every time I go to make one of these, I have all these listy ideas floating around in my head, like five prospects to look at, five goats. Yeah, but we used to have the four G's and we still do. Good, wait, no, no. Guesses, good, great, goats. Guesses are prospects, good players are on their way up, maybe all-stars someday. Great players are definite all-stars that, uh, you know, people. a lot of people buy their cards. And then goats are the the most desired, like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not how you say it. But anyway, uh, the, today's five buys, I, I was going to say, you know what? Since football season just ended, maybe some of you want to think about buying football here in a month or two, even before the draft, because people won't be, right? They won't be watching games and getting all excited about Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, or Jalen Hurts. Those would be my five football buys, but I'm not doing that list. So you can forget about Trevor Lawrence. You can forget about your Mahomes. And maybe there's baseball, maybe they pitchers and catchers report and you're into baseball cards because you like Bowman, you like tops and BGS. So you maybe wish that Gary would make you a list and say, yeah, who are your five baseball buys? And if I did that, which I won't, you know, probably have like Otani, Julio Rodriguez, uh, Fernando Tatis, Aaron Judge and Vladdy Guerrero Jr. But I didn't do a list like that. Like that's not that's not who we are as a show, people. You got to know your lane, stay in it. So I'm not making a best five baseball buys with Otani and Judge. I mean, I'm buying those cards right now, but I'm not going to make a, I'm not going to podcast about it. This is a basketball show, people. Like I watched the Rising Stars game. I saw Jalen Williams and I wondered, where's the other Jalen Williams? There's a lot of Jalen's in the NBA, but only the Oklahoma City Thunder have two Jalen Williamses. I love it. Love, love, love it. So one of them would be on my five by prospect list, which I'm not making, which would have uh, Josh Green, Keldon Johnson. He's a he's a spur. So he, all the spurs are prospects. Let's just call them what they are. They're tanking for Victor. And if you buy Keldon Johnson now and they happen to get Wembenyama and Scoot or or Scoot, Scoot or. If they get a great player and they're on their way up, Keldon Johnson is going to be a veteran leader on a resurgent if it's Victor. Um, good team in San Antonio. But for now, he's just a prospect. I like Trey Murphy the third. His percentages, his last 10 games, he's awesome. He's on fire. He almost won the dunk contest. Thanks a lot, Mac. Return of the Mac. But uh, I already mentioned Jalen Williams. And if you like to buy the, the head of the class, then Paolo Bancaro, especially when his Donruss rated rookies come out here in two weeks. Cam Thomas is number one on the prospect five buys because he's averaging 23 a game over the last 10 but I don't know if that kid's going to keep starting and his prices have already gone up a bit. So wait and see people. Some of you might still find cams in the dollar box or in the uh, $2 box. If I had to say which guys stand out to me personally, it's been Josh green lately. And if Dallas with Kyrie and um, Luca and Christian Wood, yeah. If they make a right, they make a serious push. Josh Green, who has started along with that lineup. I mean, he's he's got a lot going on for him, young player. So 20, I think his rookie cards are in 2020. 20. I think. 
Anyway, I bought and sold a couple. Uh, they're still very cheap. But today's five buys, the real list of serious things to consider, right? And I'll tell you why, as I mentioned each one of them. We're going to count down from five to one. Number five would be the MVP superstar centers that are entertaining us but making historic moves. Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. I know it's kind of cheating combining two guys into one of the, the five on the countdown, but that means you get to pick. You can choose. Some of you love the Joker and love his game. Others are like, he's boring. I'd rather see Embiid roam the perimeter and drain threes and take a guy to the rack and just crush it on his head. Like I love watching both of those guys for different reasons. You can't get two more different centers than Embiid and Jokic and different personalities. So at the same time, there's very few of their cards graded. The pop counts are low. The prices are still relatively low. And the Joker could be a three-time MVP. Embiid could win his first. In fact, he might get my vote. Did you see him in the head-to-head? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Embiid is the buy there at number five. Number four, game-worn goats. I'm not talking about actual goat hair. I'm talking about game-worn cards with jersey patches and pieces from LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, if there are any Michaels, if there are any Tim Duncans. Oh, wait, he's boring too. If there are any Allen Iversons, like players that you love, the game-worn stuff is is disappearing. It's it's a limited edition. There are a lot of cards that are patches, and you got to look at the back of the card, people. This is a, a, a tip, free tip from Uncle Gary, okay? Hoops and Cards Man. When you see a piece of a jersey or it looks like a cloth piece of something in a card, Make sure you read what's on the back because Panini or whatever company it is will write. They'll say the enclosed game worn material is endorsed by the NBA and its players associate or something like that sounds official. Right. But then there's other ones. You flip it over and it says the enclosed piece of material is not connected in any way, shape or form with the NBA or its franchises. And I'm like, okay, so somebody went to TJ Maxx or Dick Sporting Goods, and just got got happy with the scissors, right? They started cutting stuff up and saying, hey, look, this blue this blue thing. This will go great on a Luka Doncic card. It re- it's true. That, that really, I'm not saying they went to TJ Maxx. I'm just saying, man, am I hyper today? Ready to announce a game tonight for a local high school team. So got to get warmed up with the Hoops and Cards podcast. Right, Brad? Doing it, doing it here, Josh. Doing it here. Just doing it, John, all the way to Istanbul. So number three on the countdown. PSA 10s, PSA 10s, or the equivalent, like an SGC 10, BGS 9.5. I am finding the longer I do this, the more I try to resell things, people are always looking for something that's preserved in its finest condition. Those things hold their value better. Those things go up before they sell before the raw cards do, especially online. I want something that I know what I'm buying. Raise your hand if you've ever bought a card raw on eBay or even at a show and you're like, oh crap, I didn't look at it closely enough. There's a dimple, there's a smidge, there's a print line, there's a piece of mustard seed. I don't know what's what's on your card, but something that you didn't know was there. You're like, oh, I got a little bonus, a little guano on the back of the card. Like you need cards, we need cards. If you're doing this, even, even collectors to display them, we, we gravitate toward and Future buyers who are going to buy this stuff from you, well, it's just for the PC. Well, one day you're going to die and someone's going to buy your PC and you're going to want your family to get their PSA 10s money worth. So that's what I'm talking about. Buy the PSA 10s 
or get stuff graded that has a solid chance of PSA tenning, meaning you've shown that card to four or five other people and they've looked at it and they've submitted cards before. They know what people are looking for when they grade cards. Still, the YouTube channel is messing with my hair. Look at that. I got I to gotta change that lens. Anyhow, I'm having too much fun with the camera. Uh, PSA 10s, number two. Now, at five, I mentioned the big fellas, Embiid and Jokic. But it is their guards that will be on fire in the playoffs in May and maybe in June. Both of these teams have a stud, awesome, like scoring, explosive guard right next to them that will be making all the headlines and will be taking a lot of the final shots in game. So Denver, I'm talking about Jamal Murray. Man, is that dude on fire. Jamal Murray and his 2016 rookies and the 2016 Optic Hollows. Any autograph cards? I'd say buy them now. Why am I saying this? Because Denver looks like they have the clearest path to the finals. There's too many question marks with you guys in Dallas. There's too many question marks, Clippers, and you just signed Russell Westbrook. What are you doing? There's too many question marks, Memphis. Y'all are just young punks, and you think you're going to crush everybody. Well, they're not punks. I'm just saying they're, they are, they've been a little bit cocky, and they've had a losing record in their last 10, and they can't all stay healthy. And they don't know who Zaire Williams is and why they have him on the team. They need to figure out some of their roles. They missed DeAnthony Melton. And uh, John needs to share the rock. Steven Adams needs to get healthy. Other than that, <laughs> Denver has a clear path. Denver has a supporting cast. Denver has Aaron Gordon and a healthy Michael Porter Jr. But Denver has Jamal Murray, who can take the, the deep threes, who can score 30-plus. The Joker doesn't have to score 20. He doesn't. That's the beauty of the Jokerville. Like he can get 20 assists if he feels like it or 20 rebounds. That's why he's being talked at as an MVP again. But people, Jamal Murray's star will rise. <laughs> All things remaining equal, him staying healthy, Jamal Murray's cards right now seem to me like a good buy, a good chance that they're going to go up in May and June. Same thing for, you're expecting me to say Tyrese Maxey because I really want to. But James Harden. James Harden, guys, uh, I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer, James Harden, playing like this is finally the fit for him. James Harden, helping lead the Sixers to, what are they, second in the East? James Harden is is evolving his game to be a star, and he got healthy in the offseason. And James Harden has the ugliest, weirdest-looking rookie card since DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, and Steph Curry. It's just a picture of the dude in a white T-shirt, and his, and his head takes up most of the card. But if you get a PSA 10 one, I'm just saying... James Harden's going to have some big playoff moments. Now let's get to number one. Number one. Who's number one in the five buys list and who is number one that I've actually done some buying? Full disclosure here. I'm not trying to pump and dump. I'm just going to hold on to these cards for a while because this feels like the year of the Jason Tatum. It does. It feels like the year of the Celtic. It feels like all the other contenders returning have so many question marks. Oh, Phoenix will figure it out. No, they won't. We said that about Brooklyn a month ago. They'll figure it out. Nope. I don't see it. I'm looking at what Boston has built and how the other contenders in the East have all these question marks, all these needs. Is Middleton going to be 100%? I don't know. Like which Robert Williams III is going to show up? 
which guards are going to step up for the Celtics. Oh, wait, I'm already talking about the Celtics. So Tatum's already on that team. They're going to be really good. I, I'm just saying, I don't know if anybody in the East can beat the Celtics. I do know they're going to win at least one playoff series. And Tatum is making and building a case for most valuable player. In fact, if you line up a bunch of dudes named Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, Luka Doncic, whoever else you might want to have in your, your, your Giannis, your list of MVP candidates, LeBron, Shea Gildas, Alexander, whatever your list looks like, Tatum's first. First place in the East, played more games than all those people, all-star MVP. Like what, He's he would be a first-timer. There is a chance, people, in the next six weeks that as the Joker continues to be a team player, and I love it, but Tatum continues to drop 40-point bombs and 50-point bombs. I think Jason Tatum has clear upside to the end of the regular season and to at least the first two series in the playoffs. And if I had to pick a winner for the finals right now, it's hard not to like the Celtics. Boston and Denver. I mean, good luck guarding Tatum and Brown. How? how I guess they could do it. But Tatum's the man. He's number one in this week's five buys. Tell me who's on your list. Like message me at hoops and cards on Instagram. Tell me who your five buys are, or maybe tell me what deal you got on a guy that's all of a sudden on his way back up with card values. You know, if you, if you're saying I want to buy a guy that's injured because when he comes back, he'll be big in the news. You're not wrong. Or a guy that's just now getting back from injury and starting to perform better like Desmond Bain. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. If you're playing, you're saying that the best buy in the league is a guy not on a playoff team, like Paolo, and then you're then you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> like I, I, those are great picks, maybe long term investments, but I'm saying for the next three months, the cards that have a legit chance to build momentum and go up are the cards of decent priced rookies that will star in the playoffs, that will set the tone for their teams in the playoffs. So. Man, I wish I could have put Damian Lillard on the list because he's having a great season. Man, I really like Anthony Simons, but I just don't see any of them in the playoffs. So that's my list. Give me yours. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Can't wait to get you more information and post the picture. Check out our Instagram and the YouTube channel for the perfect cereal, the Darius Garland Hoops and Cards, one of one. Good luck in your buying and selling this week. And thank you again for listening. This is Gary at Hoops and Cards signing off. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Do they, do they mess up here? This one says prism, the other one says optic. I think they might have been a little uh, 
mistake or maybe that was intentional for a reason that doesn't make sense. But. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then.